for your air candy with K&K. The music never sleeps. Get ready for your sugar high with coffee and candy, candy, candy. Oh, yes, yes. Cisco County representing Coffee and Candy. This is Air Candy. This episode is called The Voice of K&K. My good friend, my musical partner in crime for over a decade, singer, songwriter, producer, DJ extraordinaire, DJ Miss A. How we doing? Great. It's so... Awesome to be here. I know. It's so awesome <laughs> to be here, uh, to be here with you and to be a part of something greater than myself and to be on this wonderful podcast. I'm so proud of you and excited to be a part of this. Um, and just to be here with you right now, it's my favorite thing in the world. Oh, thank you. If you recognize this voice and you listen to our intro and you hear that, you're listening to K&K, <laughs> Coffee and Candy, all those different <laughs> things that we have. That comes from you, my darling. Thank you. Of course. Of course. It's easy. It's You ask and I shall deliver whatever you need. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you and I go back a long time. Mm-hmm. More than most of the people that are in my life. Mm-hmm. I met you even before I met my wife. We met through a mutual friend. Do you recall exactly who we met through? I believe we met in the studio the first time. It was with Blanco. Was it with Blanco? Blanco, yeah. I met him through, I think it was Messenger. He was looking for a female vocalist. Okay. And he said, oh, I got to take you into the studio, introduce you to this guy named Mondo. And then we had done Beautiful Monster or something like that. Yeah. And... From there, it was very easy. I remember our session was super easy. You were like the first DJ. I mean, you were the first producer that I ever worked with. And like the first time I had really gone into a studio and worked behind the microphone in like a professional setting. And after that session, you're like, this was easy. We should do this again. And that's kind of how it happened. So for those who don't know, to kind of paint the picture, this was back about 2010, maybe 2011, around that time frame. Yes, yes. I had a recording studio um, and I had a bunch of different clients from around the area. I would be recording their songs, their projects. Blanco was one of them at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've always been so intrigued to work with female artists, female singers, female songwriters, female DJs. <laughs> and at that time, I didn't know, but you had told me, hey, I DJ. Mm-hmm. And I said, really? And it, like, those boxes just <laughs> kept getting checked. <laughs> she sings. She DJs. This is great. Yeah. And then we just hit it off. We had such a beautiful time in the studio organically working. Some people you have to like build a chemistry with. Mm-hmm. And it's like, not forced, but if it's work related, you kind of make it work for whatever you're trying to achieve. With you and I, that was not the case. It was just so organic, right? It felt like a second home to me. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes having people in your space can be annoying or you're taking up too much space or you're just you're infringing on my space. And I was always invited in and I felt like I was part of the family. It was like, hey, do you mind if Felicia sits in? You would ask your client that day do you mind if she sits in and I would and I would be quiet but I also felt like I was adding a 
element to it. Hey, what if you had a hi-hat there? What if you had a little harmony here? And oftentimes you'd say, go ahead, hop in the booth. And I'm like, ooh, really? And being next to you really helped me fall more into more in love with music and being of service to other people. And over the years, I had become more confident in my own voice and in creating music myself and writing music. And, and you were a really big catalyst into helping me feel more comfortable behind the microphone. And there's no wrong tone. There's no wrong word. Mm. There's no wrong answers. It's just go be beautiful. And yeah. beauty, beauty is when you are yourself. Exactly. That's the, that's the that's what beauty really is. So exactly. And you know, since I asked all my guests on the show, we're all DJs of some form. Mm-hmm. When did you start DJing? Because I know when we had met, you were already in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you were working for a company. You were doing well. I'll let you explain. Sure. I remember right out of high school, <laughs> 2005. I graduated high school, and I sang in choirs and chamber groups in high school. And I had gone to a few. I was starting to write some music, and it was about 2007, after I had graduated, I was looking, I'm going to read myself, I was looking through the yellow pages, and I saw this company called Music Express. I called them, and I said, do you have interns, or like, what do you guys, what are you all about? He said, oh, we're a DJ company, and I asked if I could come in, and he said, you know what, let's see what you got. And I went in there, and we just chit-chatted it up, and it, it was, I started as a tech, and I learned how to become a performer, to become a professional performer and DJ and to articulate all of the the things that it takes to to bring an event together. So so much. It started then. It started around 2007. Um, And I was a baby. I was a baby with it. And so much has grown and changed. And But the the thing about you is that I I have to make sure that it's known is that you actually know equipment. Yeah. And you know what wires are, like the difference between an XLR and an RCA and a quarter inch. And a speak on. Yep. <laughs> and like the EQing and all that. You you have some knowledge of that, mm-hmm. which is so key not to put anyone out there under the bus. But some DJs actually don't have that knowledge. They don't. Right. And you did. And that to me was such a huge 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 thing Mm -hmm. and then obviously from being a singer being um, like a lover of all different styles of music it became easier for you to now identify that stuff as a dj to a dance floor and be able to play a little bit of this and a little bit of that that is important too that not all djs have but you have that factor in mm-hmm. you you've always had that factor in you. and i remember certain times when we were in the studio and we we're creating a new song and i'm like oh this reminds me of this and then yes. you'd look at me and i'm like i'm sorry i know that we're, we're creating something new and it was the opposite you're like you know what you're right wow i didn't think of it that way so i would kind of go with the negative connotation of like oh i'm annoying him again because this one reminds me of this and it's like no wow breath of fresh air so because mm-hmm. <laughs> I love all genres of music, and I know a lot, a lot of music. But I always tell people, there's one person I know that actually knows more about music <laughs> than me, and that is you. I say all the time, she is a music encyclopedia. Yep. I don't know how you do it. Within five seconds of a song playing, I know what it is. And yep. if I don't, then it's a new song or I've never heard it, and, Yeah, which is rare. It's very rare. 
So, what was your first DJ equipment that you had when you started? Whether it was by yourself or with um, with Music Express. So with Music Express, we started off with... CDs? Yes, we started... They started off with CDs, but we were using a program. It was right... This was way before virtual DJ even came about. Yeah. So it was like the pre-pre-pre-virtual DJ and would use little CDs and this small mixer. Um, and was I rem- it PC DJ? I think it was actually yeah. PC DJ, now that you say that. And we had this huge podium and then this foldable thing that you put on top of it and then a huge subwoofer and these two little speakers on top of it but powered everything. Everything was Bose. Uh, we've always had very good quality equipment. Then from there, went into like a smaller Newmark controller with our laptop and would use Newmark Q. And then about three or four years ago is when I started getting my own equipment because I was doing weekend gigs and we were very busy. Um, and I also worked for a radio station. I worked four different jobs at the same time, still DJing. But Which station did you work for? What station I worked for, It's initially it was Citadel Broadcasting and then they shifted over to Cumulus Media. And I worked for Hot 106, Light Rock 105, 92 Pro FM, AM 790, uh, and another AM station. I did street team of promotions and eventually would be on the air. Yet I had gone a different, I had gone a different route and went focused on DJing. I think you would make a great Anya talent. Yeah. You got the voice yes, for it. Yes, you got the face for radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you have the voice for it. Yes. That, that's for sure. Hey, who knows? Things could turn around. Yes. Things could turn around. Okay, so you started to make me move back. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, because you are from Rhode Island. Mm -hmm, Born and raised. Um, But then you had moved down to? I moved to Florida, as my cousin would say. I I live on the west coast of Florida, uh, Tampa Bay area now. It's beautiful. It's sunny. It's hot. Yet a lot of great opportunity. And I feel free and focused. So down there, you're... Currently DJing, you have um, like a residency anywhere or are you just bouncing around from like spots to spots? I I did have a residency, but like everything, um, some owners aren't loyal, but we won't go there. <laughs> I do I do have a residency on Wednesday evenings. I host karaoke at a place called Crafty Squirrel, which is a really good time. Uh, and either a Friday night, a Saturday night, you'll catch me at a lounge. I'm typically at a place twice a month, um, and it's it's, an, it's, an, it's the nice Italian uh, restaurant that I do. That we play a lot of like loungy, top forty tech house vibes, which is our forte, and love tech so house. much fun, so much fun. And I do a lot of weddings and graduations, engagement parties. So I do a lot of private events as well, which is what I really enjoy yet I really really enjoy doing lounges and be able to play more open format and the music that I like to play because when I'm doing private gigs it's all about them it's never about me of course as you know yeah so now 2023 you were talking about some equipment that you are now using that you've been using for the past couple of years yes what are you on what's the latest so the latest and the greatest um I've got I use a standalone controller I use a Prime 4, which is powered by Engine, mm-hmm. and I know someone else who actually has that gear. That's right, we love it. <laughs> Mondo uh, 
When I first got my board, I had put it on Facebook. I was making like a story or whatever. And you reached out to me and you were like, I thought I was the only one in the state that had this. And I was like, <laughs> me too. He's like, do you know what you're doing? And I was like, not at all. So I got my hard drive. I came over and it's all history. And you also inspired me to get a smaller controller called the Denon Prime Go. And it's also a standalone controller and it has two, two little wheels on it and it's perfect. I actually put that in my backpack, came up here and I did a 60th birthday party this weekend back in Providence. Um, and it's so versatile and it's so easy and lightweight and you can take it on the plane and be professional everywhere you go. Yeah, it is one powerful piece of equipment. Yep. Or as they would say in the UK, a piece of kit. Piece of kit. <laughs> yeah, it is one powerful piece of kit. Um, I love the Prime Go. I think it is so underrated. It, it, it can do so much that the other controllers actually can't do. Um, you know, like just the fact that it can run four hours without any just on battery. like electrical power right there is pretty impressive. I use the Prime Go in my mobile gigs to do um, like the ceremony mm-hmm. for weddings. And I've never had an issue with it in all the years I've been using it. Mm-hmm. I live by it. I trust it. Shout out to Denon. Yeah. Which the headquarters is actually right here in Rhode Island. Yeah. So down in Florida, the scene, the culture of music, I know, is a little broader mm-hmm. than it is up here in the state of Rhode Island. What do you find that is the most popular sound of genre, genre down there? Florida Florida uh, is a party state. It's like you're going to a different country. I mean, we all know what happened a couple years ago with COVID and out there, it's free. Everything is free. Not like monetary. I mean, cheaper cost of living, I will say, but lifestyle is so free. And the, the type of music is absolutely tech house music, EDM, uh, high energy dance music is what everybody loves. And moving from down, moving from Rhode Island to going to Florida the first year, especially doing weddings, I was trying to get my groove, especially during dancing segment. We always, as DJs, we always talk about like what can be your, what we could do better with or give more attention. And I was giving more attention during dancing segment because I'm now being around people from all over the country, let let alone just the state or even all over the world. Yeah. So finding the sound for that aspect was for for that part of the aspect of the night was what I was really getting my groove with yet at these other clubs and lounges, they're looking for house music. And that also helped me develop more of a love for house music because like you say, you know, I know all types and genres of music and a lot of the words, but I was like, I got to get better with this house music stuff because I'm grooving and jamming. I'm like, I never heard this before or this song or this articulation of a song and mm-hmm. everybody really loves house and so do I. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. now I wish it was more popular. Here, I, I know. Hip hop rules the state. It does. It does. Hip hop and Latin. But Latin's really big. Yes. Down in Florida. Oh, big time. Oh, big time. The new thing is that you get your cell phone and you write, can you play? And then you just put bad bunny. And a lot of my buddies, (laughs) they, they'll just like dismiss it. They'll just be like, they'll, they'll Ed Bassmaster you and they'll, and my buddy, he'll be like, I'm not playing that shit. And then next song it's, it's bad, but like he'll, (laughs) he's like, of course I'll please the crowd, but 
It's the same thing up here. Up here. At least once a week, whether it's like a private gig, a mobile gig, a public gig, um, I get a Bad Bunny request. Almost almost every gig. Yeah. Yeah. And like I laugh when I see it <laughs> on, on the phone or someone comes, hey man, at some point, can you just throw in some Bad Bunny? <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I fuck with Bad Bunny. Good yeah. for him, yeah. right? He's, he's so inclusive. He's, he is the number one artist in the world yeah. right now. And he's been holding that very strong. And he crosses over to all the genres. He's coming out with some um, up-tempo stuff. Um, but he is... This is probably a big, big staple. But he's the Michael Jackson right now mm. of music. Yeah, because everyone asks for it. Yeah. Like, worldwide, internationally known. Everyone freaks out when a Bad Bunny song comes on. You're right. In a good way. Mm-hmm. You know? If I had one-fourth of his success... Which you do. Which you absolutely do. Thank you. <laughs> and you know it. I'm your biggest fan. I say it all the time. I'm like, I'm friends with him. I know him. Yeah. I know him. Like, and like I don't Cisco even have to- <laughs> Kennedy was invented in the time that we met. And yeah. Spent time together back in that 2010, 2011 era mm-hmm. of what I was doing. You were right there for some of the first first songs. Mm-hmm. I think actually one of the the if you go on YouTube or SoundCloud, go to try to date back to the earliest earliest stuff that I have out as Cisco Kennedy. I think you're on the record. Mm-hmm. Future classic, classic love song. Yes, that's it's right. Future classic love song. Yeah, and so. the S S's. That's when we realized <laughs> I have. A, I need a de-esser in my life <laughs> because it's so sharp. <laughs> yes. it, it is tough to get that to calm down on, on the mix. I remember that too. We're actually in the studio right now as you're up here. We have a song that we have been working on for the past two days. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it sounds great. It is clean and clear and pronounced and precise. And those S's, I am trying to tweak and figure out how do, how do I cut these down, but like without cutting them too much. I need them to cut through. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're... They're passing. You got. <laughs> you could hook a fish with that. <laughs> <laughs> so now, as a DJ for over a decade, what do you look forward to in your next 10 years of DJing? You've done a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You've done the mobile stuff, done the lounges, the weddings, the birthday parties, just about any type of event you have done mm-hmm. throughout your career as a solo DJ or working with another company. Right. So where do you see yourself as a DJ in this world for the next decade? Mm -hmm. Continuing what I'm doing, of course. Yet I joyfully attract doing bigger venues. I I would like to do more healing arts festivals. I have done healing arts festivals here with my with my healing company and and business. Yet when I say a healing arts festival, I really want to do big types of concerts and parties and festivals. Yet focusing attention on the healing arts and and really developing that earth type of sound. Yes, being high energy tech house music, but that earthly desert Mediterranean type of vibe is really what I would like to bring my music and also my DJing and bring my sound throughout the world. Okay. And do it and really being up there with the coffee and candies of the world and the David Gettas and 
Tiesto. I know we all want those things, but to, to even be in the same stage or room or conversation is huge, right? Is huge. Hey, uh, listen, you keep speaking that into existence. Mm-hmm. It will. It will. It will. It's gonna happen. It's already yeah. happened. <laughs> um, one of the first songs that we've actually put out as Coffee and Candy, you were on that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that kind of came together organically, as most of our things do. We were in the studio just working on some production. Wasn't really sure where the song was going to go. And then we just started laying down vocals. And I think that one's called Only One, mm-hmm. right? And that has sort of that Middle Eastern desert vibe. There's a certain sound that like I use in there. Mm-hmm. And it it takes me right to that sort of place, that scene. I'm like, this is not the USA. No. This song is an international sound. I love it. It's one of my personal favorites. Um, and every now and then I'll throw that in certain sets depending on where we are DJing. That's like one of the great things about what we create with coffee and candy is we try to touch a little bit of all the electronic sub genres you know we have some songs that are more tech house we have some songs that are more mellow and mid-tempo we got some stuff that's more like aggressive and dark um or mainstream yeah remix yeah yeah and you are a big big part of that i hope we have a lot more to come as far as working on songs together remixes covers originals uh, and it's been such a great time having you in the studio the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to leave with, with the audience? Where can they follow you? You can follow me on Instagram, Miss A M I I S S A Y Y Y. Two I's, three Y's. It's because I'm Italian and A. <laughs> it's my name's Alicia, spelt with a Y. And that's kind of how it transposed into the DJ name. Many people are like, use your original name. It's so beautiful. Yet, we're, we're making it fresh. We're making it new. It's it's like an alter ego. You can t- turn it on, turn it off, or just lead with the creative. Yeah, lead. and I, I, I think that's very important to have, to have that separation. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, the voice of K&K, <laughs> DJ Missy in the studio. It's been a pleasure. And uh, hopefully we can have you back on another episode or I can just phone you in when you're down in Florida again. Of course. Anytime I'll be on the beach. All right. Let's get to the mix. Get ready for your sugar high with coffee and candy.
Johnny, 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 Candy, Candy, baby. Candy. 